got the, the guitar I got for Christmas has been completed. It's fully upgraded and has a monstrous amount of crap in it for being a cheap guitar, and I love it. So if you just been keep shoving more and more electronics inside that thing. It, so it's like basically the only things that are stock on it right now are the um, uh, the paint job, the neck, the wood in the neck, the wood in the body, and the frets. The metal frets. Other than that, everything's been replaced completely. So, um, but it was cool because it was like I did that to my other guitar that I had for a while, and I enjoyed doing that. But this one was a little bit of a higher quality, higher quality guitar. So being able to do it to this one means that it just gets even better. So it's been kind of cool to, and it's practice. It's good. It's neat to kind of learn a little more about the electronics that go on inside of it and everything. So it's been been kind of fun that way. I uh I got rid of a guitar a long time ago that I really miss. It was um a BC Rich. So those are the ones back when you and I were teenagers that the real pointy ones, the real pointy yeah. kind. Uh so you're supposed Extra to grow metal. out of those. Right, right, the ultra metal ones. And you're supposed to grow out of those, but I didn't. So <laughs> um I had one and then I got rid of it. I always regretted it, and I got an, I found a, one for not too much money, so I was able to replace that. That was kind of nice to be able to have another one again. Moving on to the book, I am on page like I'm over a hundred pages into the third edit that I've done through it, which is a copy edit. So it's just technical errors. It's just taking for fucking ever. Do you find it's hard to read for? like copy editing and not just like get wrapped up and actually reading it's, it and let your brain do the thing where it just corrects things so kind of but the for me for this thing i'm it's constantly like oh my god this is garbage kind of a thing so if it was like a book being that incredibly self-critical helps in this situation <laughs> it it does but it's also like i, I have no idea if anybody's ever going to see if it's good, right? I'm I'm hoping that's the fact. Um, I know you've said you'll help edit it as well when I'm done, and I'll be honest with you, man. My hope is that when I hand it to you, you don't edit it a whole lot because you are wrapped up in it and enjoying it. Right. If you if you hand it back and you said, "Man, I'm sorry, I wasn't able to correct a whole lot because I was enjoying it," that's the that's like the best thing I could hear, you know? Right. As opposed to uh, here are my red lines. Uh, it read like a VCR manual. <laughs> in Russian. <laughs> so hopefully, you know, hopefully it's it'll turn out really good. I there have I will admit there has been a few times where I did read a little, for a little while without kind of correcting anything because I got wrapped up a little bit in it. But it, you know, it's never for more than like a couple of paragraphs because then my my brain kind of screeches to a halt and says, wait a minute, this doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to do a, an update a little bit on the website in general. The comic has come to kind of a grinding halt, as had the podcast. That's a time thing. As I, I'm not telling you, I'm telling anybody who might listen, of course. But as you know, having a job and kids and, and you know many, many obligations that come with those two things, makes it very difficult for us to kind of get together and do this but i'm hoping we can do the podcast weekly just as like two bros hanging out talking about things that interest them 
you know, because oftentimes, I mean, you and I don't even get to hang out a whole lot anymore because the, like we do it weekly, and then it'll be like five times more often that we manage to actually game. So I know it's it, it's 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 a shame because we game to we used to game a lot. And now everybody's getting older and fucking life has responsibilities and shit, and it sucks. So <laughs> it's that middle. It, the middle age is the problem, right? Like the thirties and the and forties or whatever. Because when we're like sixty, we're gonna be fine. Rolling all the dice in the old folks' home. <laughs> they'll be they'll be serving us our mashed peas, and we'll be getting all excited, throwing things <laughs> because we because we found good loot. <laughs> and uh, our gaming group can expand because uh, they other old folks they can't leave the home, so they yeah, either game with us exactly. or they just sit in their room. <laughs> all the youngins are going to be playing on their virtual reality brain jacks, and we're going to be using paper and pencils. <laughs> Just so they can't read it, though. It's not because we don't want to use the brain jacks. It's just to piss them off. <laughs> I assume it's going to be the thing where they can only install the brain jacks like when you're young, and when they come oh, out, yeah. we'll be too old. Our yeah. brains won't be gooey enough. No, I'm I'm assuming by the time we're old, it'll still be a whole bunch of angry white men in charge. So they'll be like, "You can't install brain jacks in children. It's not right." Even though it's there's nothing wrong with it. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> you understand, Jim? The brain jack uh, has a number on it. And that number might be 666. And then I think what happens is I think you just turn into a demon, which, I you could, know. I, I could sign. I mean, I'd, I'd like to sign up for that now. That sounds kind of neat. <laughs> Enough with this squishy fat body. <laughs> it's all this meat in the way. <laughs> so uh, the comic, I and i it's not over and i i do want to continue on but it's i i won't go into a lot of detail here about my job you already know what's going on and i'll tell you man it, it's hard to come home drains a lot of the after, creative juices it does i mean it it drains everything you know what i mean it's hard to do anything when i come home after some of that shit that is going on so it's uh it's not that i don't want to do it i i want to continue and in fact i actually have an idea one of the problems i stopped and didn't do anything for a little bit is because i knew a little bit of what i wanted to do but i didn't know a good way to start it or anything like that but i i have a pretty good idea what the next few probably should be well i will I say what you should do is the same thing that i almost never do and what i should do when i think of stuff like that is write it the hell down because... I, yeah yeah it's just you, even if right. it's like, you know, scribbles in a notebook or something, because I know there have been times I'm like, that is an amazing idea, you know, for a game or whatever. And then yeah, I'm like, yeah. I will take care of that later. And then it's gone forever. Or or it's like, oh, that's such a great idea. I'll never forget. And then a loud noise happens and it never comes back. And there's a squirrel. and <laughs> So that's, uh, yeah. So the hopefully if things work out with a different job and, I mean, it's one of those things, like, that's one of the reasons I kind of wanted to start doing the podcast again is because I I fell into the trap that I think a lot of people fall into where it's like, it, there's never going to be a right time. Yeah. That's all. It's never it's a perfect always, time. Right. Like, for it's, instance, it's, today we were going to do it in person, but then the uh, sun oh exploded. God, it's so fucking hot. It's <laughs> so fucking hot. I cannot believe how hot it is right now. And it's not even June. I'm so afraid of what August is going to look like. Yeah. My hope is that it just burns itself out and we can have like a mild later summer or something, I, but that's wishful I, thinking. I, I would be truly worried if global warming were real. I'm glad it's not. <laughs> I'm glad it's just a, you know, 
conspiracy of the Chinese. Or, <laughs> or whatever the fuck they say it is. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's uh, I'm hoping we can do some, some podcasting. I think that might be kind of an easy thing for us to do, depending on how Audacity is. I've heard it's real easy to use. So um, if I can get kind of a routine with that to uh, edit thing and get it all set to go and then send it to you and you upload. If we can kind of get a routine with that, you know, week two will be easier, week three will be even easier than that, so on yeah. and so forth. And um, the website I'd like to, I, not like revamping is not the right word, but like kind of go over and make sure things are good. Make sure, I, I know there's no links to the to the podcast from the website because there was no reason to. There was one episode. Yeah. <laughs> so there wasn't a need, but um, getting that updated and so it kind of looks more like a professional thing than something that uh, was, you know, I designed an MS Paint or something would be would be uh, the ideal. But anyway, that's enough on those updates. Um, I David, I suggested a few things, but anything you wanna you wanna talk about there is fine, or anything different, or we can just go straight on to the other topic. Well, I mean, I have been doing some mini painting stuff i did i finished uh my trigon the tyranid trigon oh shit he looks pretty badass was uh now did you utilize the uh, airbrush yes yeah so uh i when i borrowed the airbrush i was already pretty far along but i did use it to do some uh like glow faded glow effects on his claws and stuff oh yeah yeah, bioelectric field Right, right, right. Uh, and he was really great for that. And then I used him to, uh, to do because all the the like base color and stuff was all just like Krylon, and some mm-hmm. washes and stuff. But the the dark bits, I did use the airbrush for some of it. Uh, and then I based him with like like uh, have you ever seen like Spanish moss? It's the stuff they put in flower yes. arrangements. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mm-hmm. put a t- just a ton of that on the base and smooshed it all down with a bunch of just a ton of hot glue to make it all stringy and gross yeah and yeah. i painted it all green and some like high gloss so basically <laughs> looks like he's looking he's standing in a field of gross snot <laughs> oh yeah yeah is that on uh is that on your david the dm um yeah that's on the instagram and okay, then okay. uh i finally knuckled down because uh, I was terrified forever of starting that I was going to mess up but I finally knuckled down and painted the Maldrakar model from Reaper bones the is that the dragon uh, yeah the five-headed uh tmi right right yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> the not tmot tmot <laughs> dragon because she's you know copyrighted by wizards of the coast or whatever and, and final fantasy oh no that's bahamut yeah, that's, <laughs> i don't think you can trademark bahamut i'm pretty sure he's an actual god in, oh, okay. like, you know, i i don't know some like mesopotamian <laughs> mythologies or something uh, but him, I use the airbrush a ton on, or her, it, I don't know, the thing. That one, yeah. that one. <laughs> uh, and, because, obviously, she's huge, she's, like, you know, a foot right. and a half tall or something. Right. And, yeah, I use the airbrush a ton on her, all her different head colors and stuff. Uh, and I haven't put a picture of her up, just because I've been waiting for good lighting to take a good picture of her. Right, yeah. Is it, um, how did it turn, I mean, how do you think it turned out? Uh, you know, self-criticalness and all, but I think it turned out pretty well. I did see a picture you sent of, like, uh, I think you were kind of pretty close to the end, but it was, like, a little bit of an in-progress, but it looked like it was going really well, so I'm kind of excited to see how that one turns out when you're done with it. It's, uh, 
it's one of those things because I paint a lot of the minis to use theoretically in like Pathfinder and stuff, right? Right. Yeah. But some mm-hmm. of the minis, it's like, when when am I ever going to use the gargantuan colossal five-headed dragon? Well, <laughs> you know, David, it's in like, the many times that we've made it to you know level twenty and beyond. Yeah, you know, in our like, welcome to level nine. six. Thump. <laughs> Roll initiative, bitches. It's like the it's like the um, Warhammer idea where you can swap you know swap minis you know for right. different things. And I can so like that, that guy can be that. like the a bear. <laughs> bear. I don't have a, a hobgoblin mini, so. Uh... <laughs> surprise you know what's funny is um so in my pathfinder my weekly nighttime pathfinder game my bi-weekly one that i run uh they just ran up against a monster called a gloom ray which is like a daemon uh scorpion creature and i actually used one of my um screamers of zneech models from the chaos demons from warhammer oh yeah yeah because he's full of tentacles and crazy is that you said that was a Pathfinder game? Yeah, I am I'm disappointed. To find I don't to places to use the models. You know. Yeah, for sure. For oh, I mean that was always my excuse was I I was going to use the models someday in games. And it never happened. I just had mountains of models. <laughs> I'm disappointed I don't get to participate in the Friday game. I was kind of hoping that that would work well, out, but hopefully, I don't think uh, it's going to. Schedules change up. I mean. Like I said, currently there's only me and three players, or the only ones managed to actually clear a schedule spot for it. But that's going to be a Chronicles of Darkness vampire game, and I'm very excited because I haven't run a World of Darkness game in, I don't know, like, I think since the army? Like, we, I think we tried it once. I think we only tried it one time, and I think it lasted, what, I, maybe a night? Yeah. I want to say. I think it, it didn't last very long. It's hard to click sometimes, especially when your DM is, you know, full ADD like me. Well, and it doesn't help that. I mean, I'm pretty sure the last time we tried Starfinder, I threw it at your face. So, I was I was just feeding the addiction. <laughs> uh and so model wise, that's the big one is Maldrakar. Uh, and now I'm sort of in between. I've been reading a lot for the vampire games so i haven't really been doing a lot of painting in the last couple of weeks but i have a couple of whiz kids on my desk staring at me i think i have like a displacer beast and a couple of gnolls here begging for mm-hmm. some paint but i did just finish a nice little craft project because uh, for the pathfinder game i'm having them keep their money like the party money i'm actually uh, i made some like plastic coins and gems and stuff and so i'm giving them uh-huh. physical coins when they earn money uh oh okay and so like okay. uh there's like copper silver gold coins and then there's like blue gems and those are worth like uh, 10 gold and there's red gems that are worth like 50 and there's uh, green gems that are worth 100 so because obviously i don't you know you loot a thousand coins i don't have a thousand coins <laughs> <laughs> and uh they've just been keeping them in like an old dice bag i had but i went and picked up one of those like cheap wooden chests from like michael's yeah, crap yep. chest and uh, some paper clay, and I turned him into a mimic. And That's awesome. So, I, oh, is there a picture of that somewhere? I it, see it's going to be on Instagram. I have to make his teeth still out of that plastic card stuff you got me, which means I oh, have yeah, to yeah, yeah. find yeah. it somewhere in the chaos of this office. <laughs> but once I make his teeth, he's going up on the Instagram. That's going to be badass. Make sure you put that up with the uh, in Slack too, because I'm pretty sure Lee is going to want to see that. Yeah. I so I sent you that thing about the Hero Forge. 
uh, sale. Did you mess around with that at all? I no, didn't get a chance know, to mess around with their new, their new like uh, posing. Yeah, the new bendy there. options. I never right, right. look too deeply at the Hero Forge just because usually I've done it once or twice, and once the cost starts racking up above like forty bucks for one mini. I can't really justify that. For, yeah, no, I can understand that. I, I, the one, I've done a couple of them where I, th I've thought about getting them for around twenty five. I think, which, it's a, it's it's a pretty good amount of money for a miniature that's really small. But I'll be honest with you, some of the custom minis that I made for our games over the years have been way over that price. So right, and I can imagine if I was a player and I was in a long term like D and D game. At 25 yeah. bucks for a mini i'm gonna use for months and months and months that's reasonable but like as a dm you need so many I don't, different minis right and i don't have a need yeah. especially for like humanoid minis custom humanoid minis very often and like i'm gonna get a mini for a monster you're gonna fight that's gonna last for four rounds and yeah, then like if i do that he's gonna show up forever. over and over it's like you're fighting joe the dragonborn again God damn this it, Joe. Joe, son of Joe. <laughs> well, and I'll be honest with you, I it's a little it's a little silly, but I kind of like my Lego minis. <laughs> they seem to they work out kind of, they work out okay because I don't have to wait until I start implementing the custom hit location rules where you can like lose arms, and then I just start ripping <laughs> limbs off your Lego mini. <laughs> He's fine. He's always smiling. There was a tabletop uh, role-playing-esh game called, I believe, Mechaton uh, something. I can't remember the exact name. I think it was Mechaton something. And it was a game where you played like mechs, right? Like uh, Voltron right, or right. Robotech-style mechs. And when you, you built the mechs out of Legos, and as you took damage, you damaged the Lego mech by ripping parts of it off. So, like, if you took a hit and it's like, oh, I blew out your cannon, you would rip the cannon off your mech. And that was a function of the game. I'll look it up while you're talking. Uh, that's, that, sound, that sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds kind of goofy. And we, then uh, somebody would get mad and flip the table and, and, actu and actual battle damage would happen. Yeah. And you would <laughs> lose a cannon and you'd be all upset. Um, Jet would run off, run off with it. We'd never see it again. <laughs> He'd add it to his uh, secret horde. Um. So, I wrote down video games we've been playing. I, in particular, uh, I went back to WoW because you know it's essentially math. It's a deep-seated addiction that you'll never truly kick. <laughs> well, and the big thing for me was um, when my leg I, when I'm, my leg was all messed up. I was having those procedures and they were uh, very painful and I was not looking forward to them so I needed something to for a distraction but uh, video games tend to not do it entirely so I needed a video game that I that was mindless enough that I could like watch TV at the same time yeah you know, and just kind of completely melt my brains while I was waiting for like the next you know next few days for the procedure to come up and everything. right so uh, I got back and I paid for the subscription but just we did like transmog runs and like simple stuff like that. And then eventually got intrigued enough by the new expansion. I still hate the fact that it's like all based around Horde versus Alliance again. That still irritates me. But there's a lot of it that isn't devoted to that during the uh, story parts. 
when you're going through the new land. Well, because really it's like uh, doesn't it take place a lot in like uh, Silithus or something? But no, that's like a, that's a pretty well. I so here's the thing. I was about to say that it, that's a pretty small part of it. Um, I still think it's a small part of it, but the problem is, is it has a lot of stuff to do. There's a there's like a couple of like you know how uh, we might do you do the quest to get to the top level and then you do um, dungeons to get some gear and then you could do like raids and stuff like yeah. that. There's on that same level. There's a couple of other things, um, PvP, which I you know none of us have really been into, but there's a couple of other things that I still haven't even participated in. Like I I haven't done almost any dungeon past the storyline part. And um, like to do any of the the cha more challenging right. content, and the I've challenge dungeons or the mythic stuff, mythic or anything like that. Or um, I haven't done any of that, and I haven't done. Um, there's island invasions, which is um, I think similar to a dungeon. There's a ton of stuff you can get for it. There's a lot of loot. There's mounts and transmog and all kinds of and like um, relatively gear that you could use to like help gear yourself up. And, and go on to like your help your character progress right. a little bit, but it's I, I haven't done any of it, and be and the, kind of the reason is is because I haven't needed to. There's other things that are occupying my time. They're right still now. doing the the world quest idea too, right? Yes, which is um, a lot of people don't like. I actually didn't mind it because as someone who doesn't play with anyone, um, I like that they're almost the, all uh, soloable. Yes, yeah, that and when they're not, when it's like kill this elite monster. You know how you can do a uh, there's the dungeon finder yeah. thing or the group finder. Uh, the group finder icon appears right next to that quest and on, so your, like, on your little boop, HUD zone to a group of people killing it. Yeah, yeah. You just select one, and most most all groups just automatically they say auto auto uh, approve or whatever. And even if they killed the monster, you can just stay in the group, and he'll you know respawn after thirty seconds, and you kill him yeah. again. So. I think they um, learned the lesson when we were standing around for like an hour waiting for that stupid bird to respawn. Right, yeah. So those have been those have been kind of cool because they allow you to gear relatively well. Now, are you playing right, for you for mostly it. your prot warrior with all this? Oh, only, only so far. I haven't my um so my uh, alternate characters. I have eleven that are 110. No, I have one that's 120. I, I didn't put any yeah, of... I didn't, didn't merry-go-round like to, Legion? No, no, because I I felt Legion was way more accepting of that. Well, and I feel and like there was a the, lot of pressure to do it because they were like, if you don't get your artifact, you'll never be able to get the skins. That's true, too. Yes, yeah, I, I agree with that. So some of them I really liked, so I'm glad I got, I got them. And others, I, I just don't care about. So, but yeah, I I would agree that there was that pressure, to especially for someone like me who loves the transmog right. system, and the transmog system is one of the reasons I continue to play to this day. Who I liked the story so far because a lot of it so far that I dealt with until you get to kind of the very end, a lot of it doesn't even have anything to do with the Horde versus Alliance. I really liked the new areas. The new areas were were pretty cool. I liked going around. The, there. Um, and this is like the city where Jane is from and stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, and that place is in particular that place is exactly why I like it because it's a whole city that's like on um, in a bay, right? And it's huge. It's an enormous city. I honestly would have been kind of okay with it if the whole expansion to 
a place in a gigantic city. But I mean, it's like huge. Really it's, it's really that'd be kind of a crazy concept. Yeah, yeah, but there's a fair amount of it here that you have to kind of get to know the back streets and stuff, and it's kind of neat. It's it's a neat. Concept. I did like that so, about Dalaran in Legion. It had a lot of little nooks and crannies and little secrets yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is like, this is like that on steroids, basically. And there's they they do the same thing where there's like, the bad the bad person in the city has their own kind of district. So if you wander down the wrong alley, you can be attacked and stuff. So it's kind That's of cool. cool. One of the big things that I've had a really big problem with, and towards the end of leveling, I was really getting really upset about because i don't care about challenge in video games almost ever yeah. especially in wow <laughs> like i i don't I, I feel like if you want challenge you can do mythic rating you can do um, mythic dungeons to like high levels you know there's a lot of there's there's pvp there's things you can do right if you want a challenge yeah. but i don't in any way shape or form i don't and what irritates me is i am level uh let's say uh 119 I go to a town, do a quest, and they're like, go, uh, okay, we'll, we'll help you out with your overall story arc, but the, here's the thing, our town's being attacked by yetis, and you're like, oh shit, here I go, I'm gonna go fight some yetis, yeah. right? So you go into the mountains, and you punch a yeti, but it takes ten swings to kill this fucking yeti, and my issue is, is I, what they call you in the game, they constantly, they did this in Legion, they started, I think they started it in to Draenor, and they continue it in uh, Battle for Azeroth, where they're like, you are the champion. Uh, thank thank goodness the champion of Azeroth has arrived to save right, us. Right, because you you're know, the hero of, of your story, and you've done, you've killed exactly. Deathwing, you've saved the universe. Right, right, we've, it, like, it was it was Ragnaros, it was Illidan, and the Lich came in, then, uh, then it was Deathwing, and then some fucking pandas, and then all the, you know, anyway, there was a lot of shit, right? It's like, I remember going into a town, and they were like, this guy saved my... You go in with a character, and she's like, he saved my life. You know, we have to help. He's going to help us with our with our issues, right? And the captain of the guard is like, well, I don't know about this guy. He needs to go prove himself. What? And one, it, one it's like, you would think, as, as, as you said, you're the hero of your own story, right? And they treat you that way. It's not like I'm inferring that. They treat you that way. Right. They say it made sense in Legion when you're like talking to the elves who have been under the bubble for a thousand years and haven't ever heard of anybody, and they're like, you need to prove yourself. You're like, That's fine. You've been in a bubble. You don't know what's going on. But these dudes are like part of the world. Right, exactly. And, and yes, they can be isolated a little bit, but I mean, come on, seriously, no news has ever gotten to them about like a group of heroes that killed the elder dragon there's a group of heroes that that killed you know old gods and the lich king who and you looking know, at your I armor mean, and stuff is literally glowing and smoking with power that's that see the, here oh, but here we go here's another part of the problem right so you're like so he, this guy is like hey you need to prove yourself and you're like well okay i'm gonna go he's like okay go are are we've been under attack by these people go help us kill some like wild wolves because we need the meat you know people are starving you're like cool cool beans and you go out to the woods and you kill some or or kill some wolves and you come back but these wolves are taking like six to ten hits to yeah, kill because right? they're uh heroes of azeroth because they're, they're leveled yeah and and the, and this is what bothers me right you come back with the stuff and he's like cool thank you um 
a bigger threat i you know i just did that to test you but the bigger threat is actually these like these asshole bandits that are like bothering us right so you go in, into their area and you kill some bandits and it's the same thing it's taking like six to ten hits to kill them and you've got to kill ten of them i understand that it's the grind of an mmo yeah right? i i get that part of it nine levels ago i had the most powerful weapons known to the to the world me and a number of other people you know because once again i'm the hero of the story they've said multiple times oh you're the champion right. of you're the leader of so, all warriors on azeroth you had your class fall right I, yep, I, I, uh, when I come from my class hall, I descend and do the superhero smash into the ground. I'm fighting these bandits, and these bandits are also level 119. And I'm like, where did you come from? Who are you? Why weren't you fighting a, why aren't a legion? You, right, why, why aren't you the heroes? Like, so you're saying, you're telling me, you're telling me this bandit that I'm fighting, who's level 119, just like I am, is the same power level and can run into... Maybe not the same power level, because I'm obviously winning the fight. Right, and you take a lot more than 10 hits to kill. Yes, that's true. But let's say he's probably the equivalent of at least, like, maybe... Well, it's what you were in Cataclysm, easily. He would mop the floor with you and with level 70 you. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, so you're telling me this guy could go into Molten Core... And solo Ragnaros, right? And it's like, so why are we here? Why are we, like, why, what threat right now is the Legion, right? That whole other expansion that we did where we finally beat the Legion and everything is like, and honestly, Battle for Azeroth shouldn't even be the next expansion because we should all be friends because we should all be war, like war heroes and battle brothers, right? Like what, like, what does that say about I don't know. I feel like those those demons were 110, and we they were the biggest threat we'd ever seen, and it felt like a huge threat because they were demons. But now I'm fighting, you know, Joe Smith, whose kids are at home, and their his kids are 119 too. Yeah, and this is the problem <laughs> with like not starting, not shutting WoW down and doing WoW two or something, right? Is you can only believably scale do that so many times, right? Like, right. all right, fine, we killed Deathwing. And then we had to deal with – we went to Pandaland, and it's like, oh, this is a whole new, like, power thing. They got weird magics. You've never even understood it before. you got to deal with all this other crap. All right, cool. Like, that's a little weird. But then they're like, oh, no, no. Now, you know, you're in a different – Then it was Warlords of Draenor, timeline. and it was back yeah. in time. Yeah, it was, a whole, it was like a whole other alternate But then timeline. we went to Legion. Yeah. We fought the ancient enemy of mankind. We killed – of the world, of, of the universe. They've burned thousands of we worlds. We killed uh, Titan Bro, <laughs> who literally is one of the creators of the universe. Like, mm-hmm. not even a god, like God capital G, basically. Right, And I right. get that we had to have fancy then... swords to do it, but come on, seriously, still. And now we're back and, to and fighting, then... you know, go get me ten wolf skins and punch a bandit. You can't do that. You can't just put us back right, in regular right. Azeroth and have us fight humans. There needs to be no right. human enemies. They need to be some sort of monster. So, so here's my here's my proposal that no one will ever go for, right? Because what it'll do is it'll disrupt the MMO grind. My proposal is if you want a challenge, you go to the mythic levels or you go to uh, PvP. And if you're not in those levels, if you're just doing a regular PvE thing, you know, critters like squirrels and stuff, No one, none of those above level one. No person no human or orc or tauren above level 10 unless they're in some sort of guard or military role 
then at that point, none of them over level 60. Unless there's some sort of named boss For, or something. And if they're a named like hero character, something like that, then go nuts for their level, right? Because I believe I would be fine that the King Rin can find ultra magic items to. I would just like if he's level sixty, but he finds his father's sword that automatically jumps him to level yeah, twenty. Right, right. I mean, I it's believe that he's level that power. powerful. Yeah, I believe that he's that powerful. But guard bro in the town that i just visited yeah he why is he level he why is he an elite level 120 he's better than i am i can't solo an elite level 120 (laughs) i would be fine if it was like a game mode toggle like you know you have to toggle pvp on and off right it's like yeah yeah and like uh how dnd has hardcore characters right where if you die your character gets deleted right done i want soft core mode I want when you create a character, you hit <laughs> like story, story mode. mode. Yeah. And when you do that, you can't ever like compete for mythic raid status. You can't ever PvP. You can't do anything that would negatively impact someone else who's actually trying the game. You're in Care Bear right. mode. Yeah. Right? And yeah. Yeah. everything is story difficulty right all the stuff makes sense immersion happens like what you're saying about like level caps and reasonable levels for people that's all in the game but because like as it is i'm playing through the game there's a bunch of other people running around the game world or whatever you and we ignore them and that's fine they ignore me but me getting my items easier as long as i'm not competing directly with somebody else in some way like, even make it so I can't, you know, auction house or right. whatever with people who aren't in Care Bear mode. Like, make Care Bear mode a server. RP server, Care Bear server. Yeah, make server. RP server like Care Bear server. Yeah, and yeah. That would, yeah that would I would 100% really play that mode. That would be amazing. But David, that's not hardcore. And if you don't play video games for a challenge, then you shouldn't be playing video games Have, at all. Ever. They, this is also the expansion where they implemented the, um, the auto level scaling in every zone, right? You know what? They uh, yes, but I haven't seen it at all. I haven't seen it whatsoever. Yeah, and I was run really, into, really uh, uh, wolves outside of Stormwind that are like level fifteen or something. No, no, <laughs> no. And um, when I, one of the reasons I was really upset about this expansion is because one, I hate the story idea of the Horde versus Alliance again. That pisses yeah. me off, especially after Legion. But one of the big things is is when they implemented that, they said there was going to be for all of the dungeons. And if I can't do like log runs, uh, raids and du- yes, if I can't do mog runs for raids and dungeons, I I mean that would be the fastest way to kill my desire for the game ever again is to get rid of the transmog system, or make so it so I have to like when, you know actually compete in difficult dungeons too. I, I don't I don't have time. I just I don't have time to be a raider. I can't do it. I don't have the yeah. energy at the end of the day to go in and fucking raid. It's hard enough for me group. to try to arrange a group of people to get together physically and hang out you know people like you know care about it and right, like i'm not going right. to put energy in trying to get a bunch of digital people together well, to do something you were you were there we tried we we did successfully do some raids in legion but it wasn't easy no. it, that shit took forever to to get done i thought that they were going to change it so that we couldn't do transmog runs anymore because like all of the stuff i wanted to do would be my level it'd be 120 right and and impossible for me to participate in but when i started i 
noticed that I was able to get into one of the older ones that was supposed to be like. I thought that was supposed high. to be uh, bounded. I thought it was supposed to be like uh, Draenor was going to like everything could jump up or down like 20 levels, which means that yeah. you wouldn't be able to so solo that... Legion crap, but you could probably still solo, you know, Draenor crap. So that was what was supposed to happen. But apparently I'm not the only one who feels that way about they it. rolled it back. And what they did, well, I think, because I have seen people who are lower level in some of the higher level areas where they probably shouldn't have been in the past. So I think that that part is happening. What they did implement was they implemented a legacy mode that's basically specifically for transmog run people. Because do you remember when you would go into... Well, it started in Warlords, but I think they still do it, where you go into a raid and they have the personal loot. Yeah. And and it, it you may get something and you may get nothing, but it's all the personal loot system. Right, so you're not fighting each other for Leg it. Correct. So when, but what they did for the transmog runs is if you go in and you, and you select legacy loot options, you don't do the, it's not personal loot anymore. It's you get the full amount of loot that was going to go to every single person in that raid. Oh, so I've done Siege of Ogremar now, a whole like every week, right? Because there's a certain thing that I want, and it's still not fucking. Dropping. But now instead of getting like three but things, you're getting like twenty things. I get. I think I get like five to seven items per boss now. Wow, that's actually really awesome. So it's dude, it's a huge and a really really great change because. And well, and you know what else it did in Warlords of Draenor? This is the expansion that I was hoping that we could do Warlords of Draenor. Raids. Raids. Yeah. Right, on, myth on Mythic mode. And when I went in to try it, all of the enemies, including the bosses, have a debuff in them that is like demoralized. And the, the text is like, you know, because they're their leader's defeat or something like that. They're, everybody's real demoralized, but they have like 40% less health. They do 50% less damage. And um, you can just fucking wipe the floor oh, with them. That's awesome. And so not so in this expansion, do you remember when you were playing and we used to go do Siege of Orgrimmar yeah. um, together because I couldn't do it by yeah. myself? That's cake now. I can do Mythic. The oh, There's only one thing from Warlords that I can't do on Mythic, but that's because my character isn't fast. If you had it like a druid that you know and that can go yeah. into cat mode, um, then that that's like tailor made for the experience. It goes super fast and do that stuff. And and then if because so if you have a druid, you can totally do every raid on mythic mode on mythic level in all of Warlords or Druid. That's awesome. And then it's it's great. And then do you remember they came out with Return to Karazhan yeah. as like a big thing? The two part um, mega you dungeon. Can, yes, and you can um, you can solo mythic. Um, which is a legion, yeah, dungeon. legion, so you can solo up to that level too. So they uh, made it so that if you choose to do kind of a legacy way of, of going and get yourself because you want a transmog, you can do a shit ton of stuff in this expansion now. Gotta say, so gotta say, you're uh, kind of making me uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of feeling an itch. I know, I know, and it, the it, the thing is, man, is I haven't even. Uh, so you, you remember I was like, there's a lot of stuff for me to do. Because of this, I haven't done any of the expedition, which is a huge part of this expansion, to get um, transmogs and mounts. There's like 10 new mounts that were introduced for that. I haven't touched crafting at all. And it, from what I understand, dude, it's 
fucking crazy right now. Like people are making so so stupid amounts of gold. And the mount, one of the mounts that I, in fact, I'm going to bring it up to show you because I didn't actually realize this. I thought this was a um, where you go into a dungeon and uh -huh. drop. Um, I thought it was one of those, and it's not. It's a it's a um, rep. Oh, reward. so it's not a random mine. Right now. Uh, check out this. In fact, I'll I'll link it in Slack just so it doesn't. Called the Light Forged Warframe. Do you ride inside it like a mech? Yep. It go through the pictures. It shows the it flying. It has like these oh like Diablo wings. wings and stuff. Yeah. And it stomps around like a like a mech. It's freaking sweet. So anyway, I've had I have had a lot of fun, and I I feel like it's almost in spite of the fact that it's the Horde versus <laughs> Alliance now. That's that storyline. It obviously it was it pissed me off a lot, but the fact that we were on the alliance side instead of the horde side, I'm really 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 happy about that because the new zone for the alliance, I like that zone way more than the horde zone. I'm really happy I didn't because I feel like if I was a horde character and I started in the horde zone, I would have had a miserable time in this experience because just because the atmosphere so is, I just don't like it at all. It, it's like one is a desert and one is a swamp and then the other one is like a jungle and they look good for what they are but i love the alliance has goes to um jaina's home city and it's like this huge like interwoven city with a bunch of ships and stuff it's really cool yeah it's i've had a lot of fun with it and i there's a bunch of stuff i just i haven't even touched yet in it and i am i don't plan on it because there's other things that i want to do you know and i feel like there's a lot of room for me to go do those things now especially the transmog man when it opened up that stuff i had a blast but i i'm gonna try to do to tackle man crafting is just honestly i got kind of burned out with crafting in right legion now. because i get that it's really in depth now but it was too much for me trying to stay ahead of the curve and i think it was because i was trying to maintain multiple characters <laughs> and that was a big issue because doing the crafting yeah, quest yeah, was yeah. intense oh okay i see i don't even know if those are th oh those are things i'm sure they are i'm uh, you know i'm sure if somebody hears this they're gonna be like you know of course they are but i haven't even i haven't even attempted but then again I, like i said dude i only have the one i have no alts that i'm trying yeah, to yeah i think that was one i think that's one of the reasons i got so burnt out on legion is because I was maintaining like five characters. It was yeah, yeah, too much. I, yeah. So with with my my alts, every single one of my alts is in front of a dungeon to go do the dungeon, so I can try to get yeah. out. That's all they've done for the last you know months and months. Whereas it, the nice thing about it is I've been able to get. I remember hitting one twenty, and I went on youtube and i'm like what do i do now you know because i knew i had to get my item level up so that i could do more tr yeah. uh, transmog runs but i was like i don't know how to do it and i don't know what to do so i looked it up on youtube and i used like the watch later function to yeah. mark a bunch of videos and it was like i just had to stop after a while because it was like here's nineteen thousand different ways you can things you can do with i don't know i'm i'm being hyperbolic the question but... is how shiny is your necklace uh it's pretty fucking shiny <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> right that's that's the artifact this level yeah, this uh yeah. x-pack right it's a shiny necklace yep. and it's uh and then the 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 three pieces your helmet your shoulder pads and your chest are like you know are, like super special or whatever and i and to be fair i i didn't care too much about that like i never noticed it 
affecting my gameplay too much. Like I, I just didn't give a shit. I just got whatever had the bigger number. But I have noticed now, um, just kind of by accident, I got you have an opportunity to get like fairly decent item level versions of those those armor pieces on wow. a very regular basis. Like if I logged in right now, I I'm pretty sure there's like four different things I can load and try to get right now if i wanted alternate to bump up your main pieces well, not to bump them up they're kind of the same but if i want them to have different azurite magical powers i could select and choose ah. right i can select and choose a bunch of those but right now i have a couple of items that work together and fortunately warriors are really really are doing really really poorly in the damage this round but i'm doing all right I got a kind of a lucky little mix right now that it seems, or not lucky, but like I must have just gone through enough of them that I just happened to like. I noticed. I remember doing it and picking my Azerite effects, and think, and then I picked one and like a new one for my chest or something. And I thought, man, I just selected this this ability for my helmet. So if I select it for my chest, you know, the supplemental ability for my chest, I'm gonna like be smashing the fuck out of people with my with this one with this one move like when it procs i'm gonna smash the crap out of things and it and, and it yeah. turns out that's exactly what happens <laughs> i also remember you were saying uh you've been playing with uh zalatath uh the little dagger lady oh god <laughs> so yeah she's a story thing if anybody wants to play it and has i'm sure by the time people listen to this dfa is going to be old news but um yeah she came back in an update and she you find her and then she she doesn't whisper to you she actually has a little pop-up you know like they do now with like other characters and, uh -huh. and she talks to you and tells you like she is low on power and you power you give her you give her souls basically <laughs> and, um i'm so hungry yeah, essentially and then uh you she's like this this person is like manipulating a chris a void crystal you gotta stop her she's you know she can't be doing that so you go and you you stop her and once you stop her she jumps from the dagger into that lady's body and she's like hey this is a nice vessel i'm gonna keep this <laughs> <laughs> and uh she it's fun it's funny because you know you, you know obviously you know she's up to no good but keep the story going you have to do her quest right and she's like right she's like oh man you're the best oh i can't i'm so glad i found you you're like just you're so great and all this <laughs> i'm excited about that because during legion i didn't like playing as a shadow priest which is really a bummer because i loved listening to her <laughs> And so I would, like, I loved my Shadow Priest, or my, my Discipline Priest gameplay way better, mm -hmm. but I would go deal with being a Shadow Priest, and a, and a really crappy Shadow Priest, too, because I wasn't all built for it or anything, right, right. just so I could do quests and listen to her chatter about just random spooky stuff. <laughs> yeah, she and she's like, meet me here, or whatever, and you have to do some other things for her, but, like, eventually she's like, meet me in this one place, and you do, and she... <laughs> she's like uh oh hey great job you're the best hey can you touch these things for me and you do and like the the old god is basically the entire wall of the room and he's like hey what's up and she's like hey i did it <laughs> <laughs> you're just kind of standing there like ah oh, shit <laughs> this is this is my fault <laughs> guess i better get my stabbing on <laughs> so it, it's been fun i've been enjoying it i, I know um 
you know the the gr- I, i'll tell you the grind is the same grind is always the same yeah. because it's an mmo but i don't know i i i didn't hate it until i was max level and the reason i hated it was because of my immersion problem but i think if it wasn't yeah. if it wasn't for that i actually don't think i would have had a lot of an issue with it i just and then once that was over i didn't even care because i i had all, all this other stuff that, to deal with and you know world actual heroic kind of yeah and then once now that i have the gear that i have through world quests i don't feel such like such so like such an impotent hero you know what i mean i feel like i'm right hitting things harder than like the average joe guard <laughs> so that took up a huge amount of time but i do want to touch on the topic we were kind of initially going to talk about today but we might want to you know cut it short a little bit because wow it took up a huge amount <laughs> but um as is usual with wow yes it takes up a lot of time <laughs> well today i want i did want to talk about, a little bit about some um tabletop gaming stuff with uh hell's rebels which we've been paying which is a what is it an adventure path is that the right term yeah it's for a it? piso adventure path yeah that is fun as shit that is such a fun adventure i think i'm a little bit prone liking it because uh, hell knights play a big part of it and i love the hell knights and i get to be one but it's really fucking cool (laughs) i like it because it's a big departure from your usual save the world scenarios Mm -hmm. right it's not a lot of like dungeon crawling defeating these massive monsters save the world scenarios it's like being in the you know uh, French Revolution, right? Yep. Or French uh, Underground, right. or, you know, during World War Two. It's like you're dealing with this. You only really care about Cantargo. You only care about your city. And at least, you know, for now, it's not you know world-ending threats. It's like, well, somebody's picking on Zia, so we gotta go rescue her right. because right. she's a cool gal. Somebody's killing people in the Tiefling district. It's kind of the opposite of the. Not the opposite, but it's different than like it's almost like Diablo, like the original Diablo. You know, you start in the town and then you work your way down, and things get worse and things get worse. And then you fight Diablo at the end and save the world, right? It's, right. It's it doesn't have to be earth shattering, you know, demigods destroying, like threatening to destroy the earth. It can just be like assholes ruining your home. <laughs> yeah. And like, what did you guys do recently? Uh, there was that one armiger the one hell knight armiger who was getting like tortured right and that was like half a session was just rescuing that one dude and right and i feel like that was just as satisfying if not more as you know killing arch lich zemadir or whatever yeah yeah for sure because then it's like we also know that if we save him our cause is better for it too it's not just great we defeated the big bad and now we get a pile of loot it's like we he will have consequences as well you know moral morale goes up and he's there to help us and yeah there's it's kind of a ripple effect for the whole campaign yeah it's it's nice to be able to like you know it's a cool story to be able to go do stuff like that and it was like you know in a number of ways to like try to help him and as opposed to uh... just running and bashing what you guys just did, your the whole recent like quest that you guys did was rescuing that captain's boyfriend. Yeah, you know who was yeah. grounded by his dad, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I remember we like we stealth we we kind of stealthed in. We got him, and and Andy teleported away. Leah flew away, and I think what did I do? I think I got a decent like stealth roll to leave. I think it was, but um, 
we we did all that and we're like okay cool we did it we got him out and you messaged us and you're like i just want you to understand how many things you avoided because you got some good roles well, it was like there was no combat we just there's a whole like section in the adventure path about because the the curfew is supposed to be a bigger deal right like the idea that there's a curfew on the city and if you're caught out after dark you're going to get arrested right right then the players have to choose do we fight these guards who are just trying to do their job they're not evil you know they're just cops doing their job do you fight and kill them or do you submit and get arrested and then you're in jail for a while and you pay your fine you know, and that gets worse and worse the more times you do it. Like, there's choices. And then it's like, or they can run up against any of these random monsters, you know, because it's it's in Cheliac, so there's devils wandering around at night sometimes. There's weird right. monsters coming crawling out of the sewers. And so every time you guys are out after curfew, I'm rolling on this, like, random encounter table. But if you pass your stealth roll, the chance of the random encounter drops really low because, obviously, you're being stealthy, right? Like and i don't i think you ran against one i think you guys have been at after dark a dozen times and i think you had one random encounter it's so, a damn cloak you gave me I was, I was supposed to be clanking around like a big big sack of pots and pans but i got that cloak and it boosted my my stealth way up well and uh you haven't you're still wearing your breastplate so you're not wearing like full plate armor true yeah yeah so you and only i have think a, i put a lot of I put points in it too because I knew I was going to be wearing like loud, so I wanted to at least right. combat that a little bit. <laughs> but as you were mentioning this before, and I'm I'm curious as the DM, how is this better? What are like the pros and cons right now of this as like a pre-made adventure versus one you're doing yourself? Okay, so pros is I don't got to prepare crap. I got to read the book. <laughs> I read the book two or three times the day before the session. I go and I read the next like. 10 or 15 pages, you know, to make sure I know what's coming up. And that's it. You know, I'll look at some monster stats. I'll plan some things. Uh, The amount of prep work of this compared to an off-the-cuff game that I'm making it myself, like one-tenth of the amount of prep work, right? The downside is I don't have as much freedom to just do crap, you know, that I think is interesting. You know, I paint a, a white dragon model I'm not just like, guess what you guys are fighting next week. <laughs> Let me find a ra- way to put a white dragon in. Because I'm not going to be like, and a dragon lands in the middle of Kintargo. And then no one ever talks about it again because it wasn't part of the main storyline. <laughs> I think it should. I think that's exactly what should happen. <laughs> and I don't even necessarily want to do that because reading the story, the story of the adventure path is great. Like, because I know what's happening, right? Like, I know the stuff that's brewing behind the scenes, and I know the stuff that's coming up. And I'm super excited for you guys to work your way through and find out the story that's going on. So I don't want necessarily to go just inject a bunch of random crap in there. Right, because you want us to get to to the super awesome stuff. Yeah. It's almost like like Paizo paid a bunch of professionals to write a story. (laughs) It's it's almost like the professional writers, yeah. It's crazy. Player-wise, it's very, um, I suppose it's relatively similar. There's not a monstrous difference, I don't think, for us necessarily. Uh, I do know that there is a little more railroading because it is a story that we're working our way through. Yeah. Like, it's it's definitely, like, I feel like if we, if 
we were like, okay, um, we just sail off with the two lovers in the nighttime on their boat and <laughs> on we the go on a boat. different adventure. Like, you could work with that. I know you could come up with an adventure for that, but it's like, okay, I guess I'm throwing this book out the window. <laughs> right. You would, <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you would no longer be playing Hell's Rebels. You would be playing David's game that started with Hell's Rebels and now is something different. Right, which I, you know, I'm sure some people are into, and some people would would hate. But it's like I, I do, I want to know. I want to know what happens in Hell's Rebels, and I'm still not a Hell Knight yet. I want to be a fucking Hell Knight <laughs> soon. Very soon, you're gonna be able to take that level in that prestige class. <laughs> so, but uh, using Slack, I think. I mean, it's kind of been the savior of the game, I, I would yeah. say. I mean, we haven't been able to get meet in person for like five weeks now, so... Right. I would say I'm curious to know how far we would have gotten if it was um, only live that we would be playing this in. But I think I, we would I still mean, be on the first book, honestly. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Well, I, I think we wouldn't even be like a quarter of the way through it, to be fair. I don't even think we'd... Honestly, I don't know if, we would, if we'd still be playing it. I don't know if we would have been able to keep <laughs> motivation <laughs> and like momentum if playing once every two months come we come back together it's like wait what's been going on what did we do last you know five six weeks ago well and to be fair you know i i'll I'll admit that like and there are certain times during writing the book where i i mentioned um shadow run and we did starfinder and things and that kind of helped that fit into the wheelhouse at the time because i was in a very sci-fi mood right right but when you are in, like right now, I'm in a kind of a fantasy mood because I've been playing a lot of WoW and that's a lot of like dragons and knights and, and magic and stuff. So the, uh, um, the fantasy setting is kind of where I want to be. And when you only meet once every two months, the, like you can see a new, like you, you can see Avengers and now I show up and I'm like, I want to be a superhero. Yeah. Like, well, we're still playing Pathfinder. <laughs> You know, so then I'm like, then I'm like, oh, I'm only kind of half ass into the game. And two months after that, I read a really good fantasy novel, and now I'm super into fantasy stuff. And then you're, and then you come in and you say, hey, remember when you said you wanted to play superheroes? Let's do that today. <laughs> you know, and so if we can, if we can play even a little bit over Slack each day, it at least keeps interest up enough to kind of keep you invested. I think. Yeah. In, in the adventure. And at least keep it moving forward because there's six books i mean and we're i don't know a third of the way through book two you know and i'd really like you guys to finish the story someday before we're in the old folks home and i think (laughs) without slack we wouldn't i don't know that we would i think it would take us 10 years to finish a a one to 20 adventure path Uh, my god you're gonna make it higher than level eight so help me uh someday we're gonna hit level nine and we're gonna have a freaking party <laughs> you're not gonna know what to do with yourselves <laughs> i have all these skills and I'm, I'm so good at things but then there's gonna be like the same cr monsters and it won't feel like anything <laughs> i think it still feels exciting especially when skills come around like yeah sure the monsters you fight are always going to be roughly the same difficulty right because they're geared to your right. level but like now you're like, I want to sneak across the room. All I need to do, against regular people, I just want to not trip and like reenact the Three Stooges routine. <laughs> I just need a 15, and I'm not sure if I can do it. Right, right. <laughs> when you're level 10, it's like, 
the epicness of the challenges goes up, right? And so doing those mundane things, you still feel amazing. You, you know, I remember when Riley had a stealth modifier of like, you know, fifteen or twenty, right? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. He basically just didn't have to roll a one. If he didn't roll a one, then then he was the stealthiest thing that ever lived. Yeah. And so <laughs> if it's stuff you're good at, you're gonna feel amazing. And right. the dragon might be able to notice you. Sure, he's got fancy dragon senses, but the guard. You're going to steal that guard's pants without him knowing you're there. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the ultimate goal, right? That's how everyone's ultimate goal is to steal pants. No so uh, in Spheres of Might, which is the book that you're using, right? There's oh. a sphere, the Scoundrel Sphere, and it's all about doing dirty tricks and the steel combat maneuver, right? And the steel combat maneuver is where you can like steal someone's necklace or like the sword out of their scabbard or something, right? Right. right. In, in the middle of combat. But normally, when you try to do that, move if it's something closely attached like a cloak or a scabbard it's much more difficult which right. makes sense yeah, of course and if it's something they're wearing like armor it's impossible yeah. because that's stupid right i have uh, a feeling i know where you're going except <laughs> there are advanced talents and there's an advanced talent that says that if it's closely attached like a cloak or a scabbard you no longer get a penalty and the previous penalty that you got for stealing like a cloak, that now applies if you want to steal like their armor. And it's possible. <laughs> so I, I it just, could be like that comedy trope where the the ninja keeps stinking behind the guard and every time he does the guard is less and less until he's standing there in his <laughs> underwear and he's completely unaware that anything's happening. I uh, for I think we mentioned this on the last episode, but um, for anyone who may not know david loves to have us describe things so when we kill a monster we have to, we have to describe it that's kind of a, a rule because and it helps us sh showcase like how our badassness but also how how we want to be badass you know do we want to be the brute force guy who smashes things or, or like much more deft or anything because if you kill a guy you kill a guy but you can if you describe it it completely changes how it goes but i i would love to see somebody do that and then and then describe how that's happening <laughs> like how like how are you managing to get his pants without him noticing <laughs> i think if it was me i would describe it just like you would see it in a movie it'd be like so you see me behind him uh then the camera pans left to look at something and when it comes back he's no longer wearing a helmet like <laughs> and you never see it happen on screen right right <laughs> I'm excited to see how this sphere thing goes because I think it'll have. Um, I like the idea of being a melee class that actually can do stuff. Well, yeah, you got your bat now. You, oh, that's true. And yeah, you, you took yeah. that beast mastery sphere so you can ride your giant war bat around. <laughs> <laughs> be Batman. It's gonna be very subtle. No one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think, I mean, we're over an hour, so I think that's good.